Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, October 2nd. It's, you know, it's October football. It's in mid-swing. We're over a quarter of the way. Well, over a quarter of the way once this week is underway. So definitely exciting stuff. We've got the five-player podcast today. I asked you on Instagram to submit players that you wanted to hear about. You wanted to see what my what my thoughts on them for the rest of the season were. So we've got Le'Veon Bell, Chris Herndon, David Montgomery, Wayne Gallman, and Ronald Jones those are the five players I'll be covering today. So, you know, without further ado, let's just hop into it. So Le'Veon Bell, he has yet to hit 70 rushing yards this season, but his receiving value, it's made him very safe in PPR. But in standard leagues, <laughs> chances are he's killed you at least once. Even in PPR, he had that dud week uh, in week three. And while things have been very ugly for Bell, I fully believe that there are much better days ahead. First off, you have to look at Sam Darnold. He's missed the first part of the season with mono. And the backup, uh, Trevor Simeon, he, if you didn't see, he got his ankle absolutely destroyed in his first start. So they've been really without a quarterback. And furthermore, Bell, he has faced both the Bills and the Patriots already. No need to tell you, those are two stellar defenses. But his matchups, they, uh, they get a bit better. And while he still faces some stout defenses, Darnold rejoining the team, that's going to help that offense tremendously as long as his spleen doesn't explode again. But here's the part I really want to highlight. Le'Veon Bell's schedule, weeks 9 through 14. This is the point in the season where you're going to be, you know, pushing for a playoff spot, and a great game from a stud, it can have a huge impact. So week 9, Bell plays the Dolphins, and then he faces the Giants, followed by the Redskins and the Raiders. Then things get a, a little bit tougher. He faces Cincinnati, and then Miami Dolphins again. So... I don't think I really need to elaborate much on those matchups. They're very juicy, as we say in the fantasy industry. But I expect big things from Bell and the Jets' offense as a whole. They'll be trying to make uh, make up for this bomb start to the season. And they have the weapons to become serious competitors down the stretch. So I would be buying low on Bell before this window of opportunity is closed. You may have one or more two weeks to buy, but having a star running back past his bye week with that late season schedule, it, it's invaluable. Le'Veon Bell is going to be a huge fantasy asset down the stretch. All right, so the next player, one of his teammates, hasn't seen the field yet. It's Chris Herndon, the tight end. I love Chris Herndon as a midseason savior. He's coming back from the suspension next week, and well, he gets to face the same defenses that Le'Veon Bell does. So the pool of tight ends, we all know, it's it's pretty shallow, but I don't think you're going to break your neck diving into the waivers picking up Herndon. Last season, through weeks 7 and 16, when Darnold realized he was on his team, Herndon ranked as the 6th overall PPR tight end. He was 10th in receiving yards, 
uh, 10th in touchdowns, receptions, and targets, top 10 in all of those categories. And with Darnold being gone, Herndon being on suspension, a lot of people have just forgotten how valuable he was last year. And better yet, Herndon, he was only a rookie last season. And his pass blocking abilities, it ensures that he sees the field consistently. He doesn't have to go off on running plays. So I think Herndon, he could be a huge difference maker this year. If your stream's struggling or you're, you know, one player away from having a great lineup, pick up Herndon immediately. Once he comes back from the suspension, he's going to be an instant tight end one. So moving right along, David Montgomery, the third tight end we're going to be talking about. Now, a lot of owners, they've been they've been disappointed with David Montgomery so far. And I was expecting a bit more from him, I'll be honest, but I haven't been shocked by his lack of production at all. Uh, Montgomery, he's yet to face a really easy matchup with receiving or with carrying volume. You know, he had the Packers, which have proven to be a pretty bad run defense, but that was the game where Matt Nagy you know, was just running up the gut with Cordero Patterson. So he hasn't had an easy matchup while he's been the the RB1 in Chicago. But I went back and I watched all of Montgomery's runs and catches, and I can I can truthfully say he looks good. There hasn't been a lot of running room, uh, but he's he's been making the most out of all the runs, and he's showing us that patient run style that we were excited about. And I expect Montgomery to progress each week until he's he's going to be a solid RB two, I think. And this week it could be a breakout week for him. He finally faces a, a pretty bad run defense, and it looks like he's been handed the keys to the backfield. And moreover, with Mitch Trubisky being out, I expect the Bears to lean on the run game even more, and he should see some decent passing work too. He's been pretty involved, and Chase Daniel, he's going to like those dump-offs to his running back. So even though Tariq Cohen is there, I think David Montgomery, he has the volume, the matchups are coming, I think he's going to solidify himself as a solid RB2 rest of season. Alright, let's go right into the next one, Wayne Gallman. Now, Wayne Gallman, a lot of people were really excited about him coming into this week with Saquon's injury. Wayne Gallman, okay, we finally found the RB1 on the waiver wire. This is the this is big guy. Spend, you know, $80 of your fab. Now, he stepped right into the shoes of Saquon Barkley, and he put up a, a great game. So I don't want to take away from this showing, but I went back, I watched it all. He, he wasn't, he didn't look that good, guys. He, he wasn't awful, but he didn't. He didn't look like anything special. He didn't break many tackles, and he had pretty bad patience and mediocre vision. It was just the Redskins, they were worse. Almost all of his runs, he just kind of ran straight ahead into the blockers and got three yards. Now, he did he did see a lot of work in the passing game, which is very encouraging, you know, in PPR leagues. But it seemed like the Redskins, they it seemed like they forgot that running backs are eligible to catch to the ball. If you go back and watch that touchdown catch... I'm telling you, any player in the league, uh, probably besides Shaquem Griffin, could have made that catch. So I would be selling Gallman as fast as possible. Barkley, he's been making really good progress, and the Giants, their next two matchups are the Vikings and the Patriots. Two very good rush defenses. Gallman's value, Gallman, not Gallman, is going to plummet, and then Barkley's going to return. Now, this is a good time to buy low on Barkley because the Giants, they do get to face the Dolphins and the Redskins during the fantasy playoffs, but I would cash Gallman in right now for whatever you can because his value, it's just going to plummet, you know, this week and then go down even more next week, the next week after that against the Patriots. I'm not excited about Wayne Gallman's future. Sell him ASAP. So the last player we're going to be talking about, one that I, I was skeptical of, but but pretty excited for coming into this year 
That is Ronald Jones. Now, he was a bust last year, but I was excited to see what he could do this year, and early on, it looks like he may have turned things around. Apart from that weird Thursday night game where he recorded .9 fantasy points, Jones, he's seen good rushing volume, and the rushing volume, it's increased each and every week, and he's produced pretty good numbers with it. Well, he hasn't been utilized in the pass attack really at all, I think he could be a decent RB rest of the season. His upside is limited by his lack of tar- car- targets and, you know, the involvement in the passing game with Peyton Barber and Dare Oba. I'm not going to even try to pronounce his last name. But Ronald Jones, he looks really good. And Bruce Arians, he's a great coach. And I, I went back and watched most of Ronald Jones' r- runs. And he looks strong. He looks shifty. He looks like who we wanted him to be last year. So I'd be targeting Ronald Jones as a depth piece or someone you can you can honestly plug and play at this point, I think. And while his matchups, they don't really get easy at any point in the season, the Buccaneers, they have a very high caliber offense that it should keep them in most games, even against good teams like the Rams. They were in that the whole game. So it's it makes it hard for Ronald Jones to be game scripted out. I think Jones, I think he's going to finish as a top 24 running back. Call me crazy, but he's looked the part. And I'd be trying to target him while Barber is still, still, still stealing touches. Still stealing touches, hard to say. But I think that's going to end soon. I think Ronald Jones is really going to solidify himself come a couple weeks as the man in Tampa Bay. So he's someone that I'd be trying to target. So that is the end of the five-player uh, analysis. I'll be back. Well, I'm not sure when I'll be back. So I'm going to do the starts and sits on Friday now, if you have any start and sits questions, ask them on Instagram. I'll be putting some stickers up for you to drop your questions, and I'll get to them on Friday evening. Now, I won't be here on Saturday uh, to go over every matchup like I have been with Aiden, so there's a chance that I just take a bye week this Saturday, or I may try to do that on Friday along with the starts and sits if my voice can hold up for two hours of talking. So thanks for listening. Keep updated with what's going on on Instagram. And once again, I hope you enjoy the show. Leave a review if you did. And I hope you enjoy the Thursday night game tomorrow. It should be a good one. So yeah, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye.